What's going on, guys? It's your host, Corey, on the podcast YouTube channel, School of Thought. Hope y'all are doing all right this morning. I say this morning because it's 2.30 in the morning while I'm recording this. I had an original recording at uh, probably around like 9.30, but once again, not my favorite. I still don't have video editing software. I could probably make it work, but at the same time, I figured I could add on a lot of stuff. Oh, also, why am I wearing these? Well, another issue with me watching myself on camera is I blink a lot. And I look like I have Tourette's, which I may have Tourette's. I don't know. I don't. Um, I, uh, I have really extremely dry eyes, which if you know me very well, you know this. And you've probably made fun of me for it. So, haha. <laughs> no, um, I just now got the opportunity to actually start recording again, uh, share my piece because I've been just running through hoops trying to just, what have I been doing? Oh yeah. I've been trying to download these files and None of them work. So, I finally got it to work, but here we are. Oh, I'm sorry. It's three in the morning. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I don't want to wait till the morning because sleeping's for the week. And if you're asleep right now, you're weak. So, just FYI. No. Uh, the, I'm here. Just to give y'all the first real episode, I didn't get any responses for the mental health. Not surprising. Um, it's really a tough subject to talk about and probably pretty private, which I understand. But, you know, it's what y'all picked, so it's y'all's fault. I hate you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's what I figured anyways. Gun control is right there, but I haven't had anyone that's told me they wanted to talk or talk for the pro or the opposition. So, but the kicker to all this is I've had a lot of responses about the the proposed ban on jewels, vaping, vape cigarettes, uh vapors, whatever you want to call them. Um yeah, so that seems to be something people are more uh Interested in, pissed off, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> so, which I, I have, I have my two cents as well, and it's kind of been bothering me. And I know I'm not supposed to be the one giving my opinion here, but I think I'm gonna, cause it's a, it's an issue that bothers me. Hold on one second camera all right I think I'm back for good this time it took about approximately 20 minutes to get the right angle uh, yeah but like I was saying vaping jewels everything supposed to be a proposed ban uh, the government is cracking down on it it's public enemy number 
Uno. Well, I find that kind of a uh, heard something. Um, why? Why do you ask me? It's concerning. <clears throat> let me let me just tell you right now why it's concerning to me. Well, number one, the jewel pods that uh has killed these seven people kids i believe uh were not jewel pods nor were they juice made in america uh no they were thc cartridges off the chinese market i believe yes so we have found that out in the matter of probably a week maybe two i don't know i've had like 17 people come up to me and tell me that I'm going to die because I smoke those. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Hasn't got me yet, but whatever. I digress. It's concerning because why, why are we so concerned with Okay, let's just say it was. Let's just say Jewel did do it. It was the Jewel's cartridges. It killed these seven kids, whatever. It gave them too much vitamin E in their lungs. <clears throat> seven of them died or whatever. But cigarettes kill 480,000 people a year. That's the highest amount of deaths from a drug. I mean, tobacco's not, I don't think, technically a drug, but nicotine is, nicotine's in there, whatever. It's the biggest killer. 480,000, that's a staggering amount. But they want to ban jewels, vapes, when they have no sufficient evidence that jewel or vape juice had anything to do with it. Actually, they have the contrary. It's THC made in China. Uh huh. So, where's the big issue with this? Well, the big issue with this is uh, the uh, hypocrisy for one, the hysteria for two, and for three, uh, false flag. It's like a small scale Operation Northwoods. I won't go down that rabbit hole, but. The government, through the years, uses martyrs, mostly children, as a way to pass things through the government. Uh, You know, because before this, if the government came out with an all-out ban on jewels with no sufficient evidence that it was killing anyone, wouldn't get any support. Why would you do that? It's a safer alternative to cigarettes, quote unquote. Why would you why would you ban it? It wouldn't happen. So they got the seven kids to die. That was like cha-ching for tobacco industry, tobacco companies, corporations, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's their, that's their, that's their paychecks. 
they're the ones that are funding all the anti-vaping uh, jewel products. That's all funded by them. They got their hands in the government's pockets, and that's what they want. They want vaping gone. They know people are they know people are switching to vaping. They know kids are switching to vaping. That's are uh, the children are the children dictate the future of cigarettes, tobacco, whatnot. It sounds a little ridiculous, but it's the truth. They're the next ones in. Um, <clears throat> well, that's that's the problem. That's the problem. Is if the government actually gave two hairs on a donkey's butt. Uh, about children or humans and human life in general. Uh, I mean, they would have gotten rid of tobacco a long time ago, cigarettes, you know, anything like that. They haven't. It's still a thriving business. They make more money than ever. Yeah, you can't have cigarette commercials, but people have already got the the addiction to it. It contains the most addictive drug in the world. So they don't want people off that. It's big corporations, tobacco corporations. They they don't want that. They they want they want people hooked. So they got the money for it. They've got special interest in the government, lobbyist for certain politicians. I would not be surprised if it gets passed. And that is sickening. Absolutely sickening. And I'm going to... I was watching a few podcasts today. We're listening to a few podcasts today. Uh, I mean, it's mostly just Joe Rogan. But he had some good people on there. And uh, it was... I just actually had to come, happened to come by it. It wasn't even... Um, wasn't even pertaining to the vaping thing. I wasn't even really thinking about that. Just, I listened to him often and I had saw one guy on there and I'd seen him before. He's done Ted talks before. Um, so I wanted to listen to him cause it, his Ted talk was really good. <clears throat> uh, I had to look him up real quick. Well, no, I don't have my, my phone is my camera. So I'll get that to you on a later date. <laughs> well, uh, he made some really good points and, it made me think a lot, made me look up some more and do my research on everything. And which I've, you know, I've known, I've known the government does this. They always do it and it's a repeating cycle and no one understands why it doesn't get better. Um, what getting better? Well, here's the, the government's, if you ask them why, why are we getting rid of them? The government's answer is going to be, well, they're marketing to children. We can't have companies marketing to children. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but what about alcohol? Alcohol commercials are marketed to pretty much anyone who wants to be cool and drink beer. I mean, have you seen those ridiculous Michelob commercials? 
I mean, these like studs and these gorgeous drop dead nines and tens. Like, look sexy on the beach, volleyballing it up, you know? They look good, man. Whew. I like them both. No. Um, no, but that's, they're marketing that. And then, and then, you know, they're looking good, baby. They rode the bike to the beach. Hell, they're riding it back. What do they do when they get back, you know? They take off their shirt, got their chiseled abs. I mean, why would you not? Why would you wear a shirt when you look that damn good? They open up a cold six pack of Michelob. It looks cool. I mean, it looks cool. Any kid's going to want that. They're, they're, my point is, me trying to be funny there, um, they're marketing that beer. That's just one example. There's plenty of them. I mean, Dos Equis with the most interesting man. You know, Corona's basically the same way. A bunch of sexy women, good-looking dudes, drinking Corona beer and, you know, just telling you, like, oh, you can look this good and drink this beer. I mean, yeah, I guess you can, but show, like, the real beer drinkers, you know, in their commercials. It's very glorified. So if that's the case, why... Haven't we shut down alcohol, um, alcohol commercials, beer commercials, mostly beer commercials, um, liquor commercials means you're sophisticated. Those are, that's where they went. Um, why haven't we shut down those, at least shut down the commercials for them? I mean, we did with cigarettes. I mean, it didn't fix anything, obviously it's. People are smoking cigarettes just just as much. That's the problem with it. The government, they, they do the same thing with everything else. Uh, I'm not going to go down a deep rabbit hole of it, but it's that's how they get things banned. They want something gone, or a special interest group wants something gone. It's messing up something with their market. Um, so, how do you get rid of it? You can't just try and ban jewels. They haven't killed anyone yet. They haven't done anything to anyone yet. Well, yeah, they hit a break. These kids start smoking off-brand Chinese wax, whatever you want to call it, dabs, dab pens, and they die from it. Well, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the um, gun debate with uh asking asking people that are all out for the ban of assault rifles what isn't what is an AR15 what does it look like well they can't tell you because they don't know what it looks like because they've never seen one before and they don't even know what assault rifle means <clears throat> same thing with vapes on a smaller scale same thing with vapes when you see that when they see the pen and the little glass tube and um I'm sure the ones they were smoking are like the looking like the old the OG ones. They they don't realize that those are like way out of like way out of date and pretty much only get sold like for you know like off 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 brand whatever black market stuff. <clears throat> but they get the children. Children die. They hit the brake. Hey, boom! There's our martyr. There's our ticket to pass town. Where's pass town? Washington, D.C. Well, 
And that's how they do it, folks. It's been going on for years and years and years and years. Um, and it's all done. It's all done by the government, but it's all done by us because we believe it for some reason. For some reason. I mean, I this I don't know how long this has been going on. I, I really couldn't tell you, but anytime we see something in the news, the media, uh, same thing, the media, government comes out with a statement of something or another. We're just and it's and it's got some and, and it's scary. It uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, brings mass mass chaos and hysteria behind it. Oh my God, these cigarette, electric cigarettes are killing children. My God, Johnson, we've got to ban them. It's usually people's responses. Um, so there we are. Where does all this start? Because this is what, when I go back to the Joe Rogan thing, uh, the guy that I was talking about that was on his podcast, I'd highly recommend it. I'll look it up on the computer here in a second. Um, he he um, went went around the world, did a study of drug drug abuse, drug addiction. Uh, what countries are doing it right? What countries are doing it wrong? He um. Basically just did a big study on it. I mean, he said, I believe he said he went to 30 different countries, 10,000, I mean, not 10,000, probably 30,000 miles or, or such. And, and what he discovered is, ah, I knew I'd find it. Okay, he's got a weird name, but I think his name's John Hari. Uh, he wrote a book, and it's called Chasing the Scream. Um, he went around countries, found out, you know, who has the best drug policy, who has it the worst, you know, just from, he went from Portugal, who has a decriminalization of all drugs, and he went to places like Vietnam, where if you get caught with anything, you get sent to prison in a hole, and they beat you to death, basically. Um, I think it's like that in Thailand now. That, that dictator guy's over. Um, so, that's what... I listened to him, and... It reminded me of... What he talks about. It's, it's the same thing. With the vaping. The banning, and how they do it, and how they perpetuate it, and... Basically, how do they sell it to us? So we're on board because you can't just do things without, you know, you got to have public support for the most part, unless, you know, it's like top secret stuff that they're not going to tell us, which they do that anyways. So, <clears throat> I had four points on the last video and I'm going to try and go through them a lot quicker on this one. Four points I was going to make is on the, the, the 
how the process of banning substances works and has worked through the years. They've changed a little bit, but they're still the same. They're still very much correlated to back in the 1930s when uh, Harry Anslinger, which he's the father of the war on drugs. So, so Harry Anslinger, he was the founder of the war on drugs. The reason he was so dedicated to, to it, um, his neighbor's wife or whatever, she was addicted to morphine and he just remembers hearing her screaming all the time. And then they'd send Harry to go to the pharmacy to get her morphine, her medication, because she was highly addicted to it and was coming off withdrawals. Well, he gave it to her. She got normal again. Typical. I mean, that's what happens when you're going through opiate withdrawal. <clears throat> well, it was his crusade at that point. Basically, when he got older, it was going to be his crusade to rid rid of drugs in America because he pretty much thought they were completely evil. And you know, a lot of them they're not they're they're horrible. But that was his thought process. Just the way the man went about it was wrong. Um. The man was a diplomat in World War One and everything, and then he comes back and I believe now that's something I don't remember. I believe it was we didn't have an FBI back then. No, we didn't. Definitely didn't. But he was a part of the the he was like a part of the DEA before it was the DEA, basically. Uh it was another name for it. There's another name for it, and he basically led the career he uh worked for the fbu or fbn federal bureau of narcotics which was the og uh, dea well he was the forefronter of the prohibition of basically all all uh illicit drugs and the point of where I'm getting at before you think I'm going down a rabbit hole on this, which I kind of am, it's still it's still all connected. I promise. It's I'll get to it. The point of it is, you no one back in the 1930s, no one no one cared about prohibition of drugs. Uh, the prohibition of alcohol already happened. And look how that turned out. Didn't work out good. No one was a fan of it. It was stupid. And everyone was pretty... Everyone was pretty... Back then, the early hundreds, you know, 1900s, people didn't trust the government like they do today. They did not trust them. Both sides didn't matter. They were not very trustworthy of the government. And... If they try to pass some BS, they'd they'd shoot it down like it's nothing. Like, nah. But at the same time, <clears throat> see, we have a in today's times we have a uh, a, a go to scare tactic, and back then they had a go to scare tactic as well because, like I said, you have to have the people support. How are you going to do that? 
Well, today's times, it's children. You, 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 throw, chil- you throw the word dead children, it's game over. That, that uh, whatever it is that is being proposed to be banned is good as gone. So back then, no one was for it from the beginning. They're like, nah, it's stupid. Like, we don't want drugs or, you know, people get addicted, but it needs to be regulated, blah, blah, blah. It needs to be in the doctor's care, whatever. <clears throat> well, the difference between, you know, now and then, his scare tactic, Harry Anslinger, um, he was a predominant racist, extremely racist guy. Um, even people, there was claim people that had quoted back then that he was, uh, people in the government with him saying that he was an, a profound racist who didn't need to be working there, which is surprising back then because it was, it was a different world back then. <clears throat> so what did he do? What was his scare tactic? What was his fear mongering he used? Well, his main goal was heroin, you know, uh, well, not a lot of, uh, Minorities, African American, African Americans used heroin or morphine or whatever. It wasn't really their drug of choice. It's always kind of been a white people's drug of choice. <clears throat> well, cannabis, marijuana, weed, that was more of a, it was more of like, as is honestly more, I'm talking Hispanics and Hispanics and blacks. That was more of their thing. It was in the, you know, it's been around their culture for a while. I'm sure Hispanics, you know, wherever, you know, down south of the border, you know, they've had that stuff growing for a long time. America had it growing for a long time. It was just a, just a, their thing. It was like us drinking beer, you know, smoking, smoking a little weed after the day or while they're playing jazz, you know, that's just kind of their thing. Well, that's how he demonized it. It's called, uh, I don't know if you've probably heard the term, but Reefer Madness. That was a propaganda. It was a propaganda film made about marijuana. And uh, Anslinger and his uh, cronies, they proposed that marijuana was a psychoactive drug that would uh, cause uh, black people, black men, to... When they smoked it, they would rape white women, and that's the reason why, uh, you know, can- cannabis should be illegal. And you know, they're raping people. And, and there was a case of a kid who <laughs> had axe murdered his family, and th- they used that as a, as a, you know, uh, whatever you call it, <clears throat> a reason. There was another better word for that, I know, but, um. They use that as like proof, like, oh, look at that. That kid definitely was, They, I don't know how they said that he was high on marijuana. I don't know if they just flat out just lied about it or what it was. But it came out uh, not too long after that, that uh, the kid was a paranoid schizophrenic. And he had been told multiple, his parents had been told multiple times he needed to be institutionalized, but they didn't want to do that. And he ended up axe murdering him. So, well, 
besides the point. Anslinger used racism and fear-mongering, and it worked. It uh, scared the it scared the hell out of people. Oh, they're smoking marijuana and running down the streets, raping people. Oh my god. It worked. That was the point compared to today and versus the 1930s. And where I'm getting at is this is where it started. Government overreach. Government sticking their hands in pockets that, you know, or sticking their hands in the pockets, other people sticking hands in their pockets. Um, that's where it started. Because not only was Anslinger... Because he, he wasn't the only one. It was more. And it was more was uh, Hurst. And this guy Hurst is his last name. He was a, he owned a lot, a, he was a large paper mill producer. Owned a lot of newspaper companies and all that. And this other, the DuPont, the company DuPont today. Um, the race car or NASCAR that Jeff Gordon used to drive. If, if that explains it, um, those two companies, well, um, they wanted, they were the ones that wanted hemp gone because, uh, hemp was a, basically a crop that was basically replacing trees, you know, uh, for paper, you know, like normal paper, whatever they, other than, I guess, really just trees and hemp that was used, but like paper and ropes, I believe. And there's a lot of uses I know for hemp, not, not marijuana. I mean, like hemp, like the, the actual plant that you see, you know, that's drawn on everything. Uh, <clears throat> the stereotypical stoner tattoo. It's got the hemp plant on it. That stuff is really, really useful stuff. I mean, it's it's got a lot of, like, n- like non-medical uses. It, it's really useful for farming, and like it is, it it was it's cultivated very, very easily. It's a weed, so it grows back very easily. You don't have to, you know, there's not a lot of maintenance to it. You know, there's just not. There's not really much. You just let 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 stuff grow, and it grows back. I mean, you, you know. Use it, comes back. Use it, comes back. That was shutting, putting those people out of business. So, they got big money. They throw, fund a whole bunch of money towards that way for the propaganda and everything else, and it worked. Same thing with today. Government. Government wants vapes gone. Well, I'm sorry. Large tobacco companies want vapes gone. A market campaign, try and scare people, doesn't work. Hey, government, we make you this much money, X amount. All the taxes you get from us, you're going to let that happen? Everything we've done for you, though? Government's like, oh, let's do some digging. And there's your digging. Seven kids dead, quote-unquote, by jewels. Wasn't a jewel, but... No one looks into anything nowadays. No one reads past the tabloids. No one goes past channel four, channel five. Do a little, little, little type. 
find out exactly what happened. Well, Anslinger's the one that started all this. He got marijuana banned in the 1930, I think 1932, I believe. It was outright banned. Uh, Schedule one drug. Uh, no, I take that back. That was not considered Schedule one. It was. I don't. I think Nixon changed it to Schedule one. Him or Reagan. <clears throat> I don't even know if they actually had schedules back then. I just know there was a prohibition. Um. So it was. So that reefer madness and and the racist, racist crap that he pulled, has worked this long. It's two thousand and almost two thousand and twenty, and we're still. I mean, I mean, how many states have, you know, decriminalized it or legalized? I mean, not very many. But for the most part, it's still federally illegal. There hasn't been one reported overdose, I don't believe. I know you'd have to smoke like a, a million joints. To, I mean, you would die from lack of oxygen before what I'm trying to get at. I'm not trying to be a an annoying weed guy. I'm just saying. It's just facts. It, it shouldn't, shouldn't, it's not dangerous. <clears throat> well, keep going down the line, keep going down the line. More and more starts happening. You know, just more presidents that are more anti drug. Why this is, I guess, so many corporations, big pharmaceutical companies, yada, 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 whatever. Um, then, you know, Nixon comes in, he revamps it, just absolutely, just like nothing, what it used to be, and then, you know, expands the budget and whatnot, and then Reagan comes in, and good lord, that man wanted drugs gone, or did he? I don't know, because... There's pretty good sufficient evidence that uh, Reagan's administration is the reason why it was a direct result of crack cocaine. <clears throat> but where I'm getting at with that is Reagan banning when he went through the just say no, the dare stuff, you know, that kind of nonsense. Um, you know, they, they just went with the model, the prison, the, the model of if you're if you're caught with drugs uh the best way to reform you is to punish you throw you in a cell all that you know demonize you make it to where you can't get a job and you know when you get out your quality of life will be shit but you didn't use drugs for six months so you're obviously fine no it's not, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. It's about quality of life. People that get addicted to drugs, nine times out of ten, the reason they got addicted to that drug is because of quality of life. And they're deeply disturbed human beings and need an escape. Just like everyone else, you know. Everyone else likes to think that they're better because they drink only drink alcohol. Alcohol kills more people than all of those drugs. Anyways. That's the reform that we had. 
you know, beforehand, that's not, that was not the case. Um, and then you come to the eighties where people are being just absolutely murdered. I mean, just thrown to the wolves for drugs. I mean, as soon as we started going after cocaine and, uh, Pablo Escobar, what happened after that? Crack cocaine. It's a lot cheaper. It's a lot easier to smuggle in. Quick hit, quick release. Got people more hooked. Didn't work. All the money we spent. Um, targeting uh, black communities. That was their. That was their goal. Uh, targeting black communities. I'm. I, I'm not saying we're going the conspiracy of the. It was a conspiracy that they did that. It's not a conspiracy because it's the the reality behind that is um. The reason they went into project homes and, um, you know, low low income neighborhoods and busted in and were trying to find people smoking crack. You know, not even, not even uh dealing or anything it's just like they were busting down doors and raiding homes for people smoking crack like it like what the oof is unbelievable um that was their uh business model you know and that's still a thing today and the reason why they do that is because when you go into these lower income neighborhoods it's low-hanging fruit why not take it they don't have the money for lawyers. They don't have the means for, you know, much. Uh, why not? They don't do it for anyone else that's in a, you know, a higher income. They didn't do that. Why would they do that? You know, they've got better lawyers. They've got better means about them that could fight it and whatnot. So... And that's still a policy today. I mean, it's a staggering amount of how the demographics of people being incarcerated for drug use or drug possession. Um, so basically what I'm getting at is what's happening today. It's not about vaping. It's not, I promise. The reason I'm even making this video and saying what I'm saying, it's not about vaping. It's about the big picture. You got to look at the big picture. Look at Elon Musk smoking a J. It's not about that. It's about the control. It's about what corporations can influence and make things happen. It's about what media can say to us. And scare us with no factual proof. Flat lie. If Trump wants to talk about fake news, that's fake news. There was no truth behind that. And there's been a lot of things where there hasn't been truth behind it. You know? But it still works. Why does it work? Well, no one looks, no one reads, no one researches, blah, blah, blah. You know, it won't surprise me if vapes get, become illegal. 
and then down the rabbit hole again with the same policy of, oh, ban it, it comes illegal, now start arresting people, you know, a whole bunch of people, money, 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 bound, down, 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 and then black markets become bad, and then people are out seeking, which I'm not saying nicotine is going to be like heroin, but it's not as dangerous as heroin, that's for sure, but when you close down a regulated market within America that has to comply with a lot of American rules, when you when you shut that down and you just deregulated the market. So now you just open the floodgates for black markets. I mean, if kids want it that bad, they're going to get it. I mean, anyone can get it. I mean, the black market exists. Dark web exists. The deep web, the deep web exists. You can get whatever you want. It's the same thing. I mean, everyone drank, well, I mean, every normal person, most most normal people, can't say all most people, that's, that's a high generalization. Um, a lot of people drank before you were above the age, is what I'm getting at on that. So, I guess, preface. It's not about the children. It's not about worrying about what they're putting in our, you know, our vapes and are they targeting kids and, you know, marketing to them. It's not. It's not about that. Government government didn't care about it until just now. And it wasn't even Jewel. So, like, are we not going to discuss that? When are we going to discuss that? I don't know. Probably won't. Probably just become illegal. <clears throat> so, you know, because me is here where I fall very differently from everyone else. And I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, I'm more of a libertarian style, you know, constitutionalist, I guess you could say. I don't really know. I don't really affiliate anything really anymore. The Libertarian Party was a joke in 2016, I think. So I don't really affiliate with that. But um, if... They're worried about um, you know, America's always worried about money, spending money, both sides, they have their reasons of reasons of, you know, why we shouldn't fund this and why we shouldn't fund that, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. Well one thing's for sure both sides and I'm not talking about Bernie Sanders or you know the you know they're not I wouldn't even they're not Democrats I mean they're really they're too far left I mean there's they're leftist I mean it's a different spectrum but Democrats and Republicans it's one thing they have in common is they're both all for the war on drugs though it has not worked in over a hundred years it hasn't worked why do we keep using it 
I'm gonna throw some numbers out, and I will call it a morning because it's four. So here's some numbers for you on, and the reason is why is I am for legalization of or decriminalization of all drugs. Why? Before you kill me. Oh, well, it's been statistically proven that countries that have laxer drug laws have less drug addiction, have less overdoses, less uh, HIV rates. goes down a staggering amount. Portugal, 10 years ago, they decriminalized all drugs. Their drug abuse or their drug overdose rate, or no, people addicted went down by 50%. 50%. Switzerland, they, de- they uh, decriminalize and regulate heroin now because they had a serious uh, heroin crisis, kind of like we are now. Um, their number dropped down to 80%. 80%. Because they changed that, changed their policies to, hey, instead of, uh, you know, throw them in a jail and, you know, scrutinize them and just just guarantee they'll overlapse again and, and just keep repeating the process and then taxpayers' money, blah, 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 blah. Let's legalize it, regulate it, and give them help, support. I mean, it uh, it's worked, obviously. But the numbers part, that sounds, and also it's scary to people thinking that legalizing drugs, you know, I get this all the time when I say it, which I don't say it very often because I'd get called crazy. Um, legalizing it doesn't mean, mean anything because if it's legalized, that doesn't mean there's going to be uh, just a, just a whole new group of people that are like, man, I really never wanted to do heroin because it was illegal. Now that it's legal, I'm going to try it. I'm 37 years old, got three kids and a wife, but you know what? Here comes that heroin right in the arm. No. Or, you know, man, I just have been sleeping real good. I just, I'm tired. I just, I can't make it through the day. And they're like, hey, buddy, did you hear? Methamphetamine is now decriminalized. What? Oh, my God. You mean that really dangerous drug that I get, get highly addicted to and basically become a psychotic? Yeah. Sign me up. I want some meth. Come on. Come on, people. Let's stop acting like kindergartners and act like people just have no have no willpower behind them no no self willpower i mean come on let's 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 pump the brakes a little bit every drug that is illegal people are using them daily overdosing daily 70,000 people a year 
are overdosing from opiate, opiate addiction. 70,000. 88,000 people are dying from alcohol yearly. 88,000. What's the next big one? It's a big drop off after that. Uh, I, cocaine. Cocaine overdoses are about 13,000 a year. Uh, psycho, uh, yeah, psychostimulants, which is methamphetamines and, you know, ADHD drugs, about 11,000 deaths per year. That's a staggering amount. That's a lot of people that are dying. And that's not counting the 480,000 people that die a year from smoking cigs. So, what have we gained? Well, we uh, imprison over 2 million people a year uh, for drug, nonviolent drug offenses, which is the highest in the world. Uh, we spend 47 billion, let me say that again, billion. $47 billion annually on the war on drugs. Just one year. $47 billion. Number, number of arrests in 2017, just in 2017 alone, for drug law violations. 1,632,000. One year alone. Let's see. Number of drug arrests that were possession only. 1,394,514,000. That's 85%. 85% of just possession. Not selling it. Not killing someone while you're on it. That's just having it in your pocket. It's 85%. Of 1.6 million yearly. <sighs> Number of people that were arrested for marijuana alone, 2017, 659,700. More than a half of a million, almost three quarters of a million people arrested for marijuana. Oh, here's a good one. Arrested for marijuana possession only 599,282. That's 90% of the people that got arrested for marijuana in 2017. 90% for just having some weed on them. It's a lot of money, folks. A lot of money. Oh, it gets better. Here's where I'm going to start. Really getting it. Percentage of people arrested for drug law violations who are black or Latino, 46.9%. Despite making up only 31.5% of the U.S. population. Remember what I said about the low-hanging fruit? Same policy still, com still comes in. It's not as vocally racist because we can't talk like that anymore. But you still can do the arrest. You can still raid those uh, 
neighborhoods in the name of freedom, of course. Uh, number of people U.S. cars incarcerated in 2016. 2.2 million 5300. The highest incarceration rate in the world. Hey, USA, we're number one. Number one, baby. Stay number one. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's see. Number of states that have legalized marijuana. 11. So there's your number. It's Alaska, California, Colorado, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, Vermont, Washington State, District of Columbia. Number of states have decriminalized or removed the threat of jail time for simple possession of small amounts of marijuana, 22 states. That's good. Oh, let's go. Hey, let's hear this. Number of people killed in Mexico's drug war since 2006. 200,000 people. Wow. Number of people killed in the Philippines in the drug war since 2016. 12,000 people. I believe this report was done in, I think, 2018 or 2017. So that was like one year. 12,000 people killed of it. Nice. Good job, Philippines. Number of students have lost federal financial aid eligibility because of drug convention. 200,000. They want you to wait until you get into college. You do drugs. Okay? That's when you do the drugs. Not before, dummy. Jeez. Ah, Let's see here. Centers of Disease and Prevention... Centers of Disease Control and Prevention found that syringe access programs lower HIV among who inject drugs by 80%. Remember when everyone freaked out on California for doing that? I'm not a huge fan of California, but it's smart. It works because they're not using dirty needles and then having sex with each other and spreading AIDS and then giving it to their children. If you really care about children. <clears throat> a heroin addicted baby that's in the foster care again tax revenue that drug re- legislation would yield annually if currently illegal drugs were taxed at rates comparable to those on alcohol and tobacco this is one year 58 billion dollars if we taxed it like alcohol it'd be 58 billion dollars But you're probably calling me crazy and and an idiot, liberal, or whatever you want to say. Um, But alcohol kills more than any drug down the list. Heroin, meth, cocaine, whatever, fentanyl, methadone. I mean, those are all opiates, pretty much. Opioids. I mean, opiates are close second. I mean, there are a few... They're about 10, 15,000 behind, but I mean, that's a lot. It's a big number and it's elite. It's legal. So obviously alcohol is a, uh, much more dangerous, much more dangerous substance. <clears throat> Cause I mean, it's a drug itself. 
So this was a much deeper hole than I was planning on getting on, but you know, that's why I came up with a podcast and then YouTube channel. Cause I got stuff to say. <laughs> um, I know I took this way deeper than vaping, but that's the whole point. It's, it's not about vaping. It's, it's not about whatever is being, you know, banned. It is whatever is on the agenda of the government or large corporations. It's just the truth. Just the truth. It's been going on for years, going on for years. Um, it's sad. It really is. And we just let it, we just lay back and let it happen. <clears throat> why that is, you know, I don't know. Why, when did we gain so much trust in our government? I, I don't know. I don't know why. I really don't. Both sides are... Uh, very anti-government until it's their their side that's in the office. Then it's, you know, like just complete put blinders on. They're you know they don't they don't pay attention to anything. Um, it's just it's a sad it's a sad reality. The sad reality that we live in. <clears throat> I mean, I know that you're, you know it's it seems stupid that I'm going on a rant about this much, but I mean it's been going on for a long time, and you know I'm not trying to be a you know a, a fact checking douche, but the facts are there. The amount of people that are being incarcerated, their lives being run, being killed, being profiled is in a staggering amount. I mean, leaving money aside, it's it's just a crime against humanity. And the, the rate of drugs hasn't stopped. And it's becoming more dangerous by the day because dope is getting cut by everything. The opiate crisis is a real crisis because people are getting cut with fentanyl. Fentanyl is 100 times stronger than heroin. So, you know, I mean, I believe it's been $2 trillion we've spent on the drug war since the beginning. And how much gain, how much ground have we gained? I would argue none. I would argue that we've basically done nothing but gone backwards instead of forwards. If it's working in other countries, if the cost-benefit the cost-benefit of legalizing and taxing is more profitable 
by a staggering amount, $58 billion per year is what it would be if we're going off the numbers of how we tax alcohol. <sighs> Countries, like I said, Portugal, 50%. Drug abuse or drug, drug overdoses go down within a 10-year span, 50%. Her- I mean, uh, Switzerland, 80%. The numbers are there. I mean, y'all are going to sit there and tell me that Portugal people por- people in Portugal have a better lifestyle than we do? No. No offense. People from Portuguese. Yeah, from, from Portugal, sorry. There's no way. And now the people's quality of lives are better because... The government actually more smart for a second. It's a waste of money, guys. It's a waste of time. It's a huge uh, infringement on your freedoms. And I am here to maybe open some doors for you, enlighten you a little bit. And it's not me bragging, saying I told you so. This is me just purely giving warning to what is what's happening and it's been happening and I, I want people to be informed you deserve to be informed the government does not need to do this to us and they are vaping like I said vaping's not the not the issue if vaping was the first thing that they did and they had actual proof and laid out plans of laid out um, you know, statements and video evidence of proof that they were marketing children and children were dying and, you know, okay, I can accept that. Still don't think it should be banned, but I can accept it because there's proof. There's none. There is none. There's just too much money into large corporations. There just is. It really is. And not a whole lot you can do about it. But when I get this posted, I hope, I hope to, you know, I I know it's going to spark controversy. That's for sure. But I hope it sparks good controversy. I would like to, I would like to answer any question I can. If you have anything for me, that's fine. Let's, let's talk about it. I'd love to. Um, and also, if you'd like to be on, I believe I am on Spotify, Anchor. I should be on Apple Music. I don't know. I'm not really sure yet. It's supposed to, supposed to be on there by now, but I don't know. Gotta be famous one day. And you'd be like, dang, should have been on that guy's TV show. Or, not TV show, YouTube channel, podcast, whatever. I'm just kidding. That's very self-righteous. Also conceited. I'm very annoying. I wouldn't subscribe to me. <clears throat> now, guys, uh, for real, it, it's uh, it's just really me. I, I It's uh, something I'm very uh, uh, passionate about for that, for sure. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's a huge issue and it's not being addressed 
like it should, and we'll see how it goes. I hope we uh, hope we change our minds about the government and really start questioning what they're saying to us and what we're believing. Let's start. Let's start reading a little bit. Let's start. Let's start challenging them instead of just taking the easy route and believing everything. Let's challenge what they're saying because the writing is usually on the wall. You just got to open your eyes a little bit. All right, guys, I appreciate it. If you made it this far, you are a real trooper and I love you for it. You know, comment down below and say, I made it this far. Good Lord, when will you ever shut up? <sighs> I'm shutting up now. Guys, just always remember, stay safe out there. Keep an open mind. See y'all next time.